0: hello 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 i am stephanie fitzpatrick aka the advantage coach and we have with us today a special guest mr jordan moore thank you sir um i am just i feel so honored and privileged because like it was no no hesitancy i said i said jordan can you be on the show yeah I got you he always said mama I got you mama okay so I appreciate that he just like it wasn't a hesitancy he told his management team what she what she said that's what I'm gonna do so yeah let's okay. do that. <laughs> so I appreciate that so um I'm super excited for you to share your opinions with everybody today but I'm gonna start off by kind of telling people how we met and so As you all know, anybody who's followed us for the three years that we've had this podcast, I used to work at a a high school in Atlanta, and it's in an urban area. And so always trying to inspire the kids. One of my colleagues didn't know that I did this kind of for business, but she brought in some athletes to talk to our kids to inspire them. And so I just happened to be in the room when, I don't even know how I got there, <laughs> but I just happened to be in the room. I think she invited me to come in. And um, and so the, the athletes that were on this panel were explaining their situations and their lives. And I have to say no shade to any of the other people on that panel, but Jordan just shined. Cause he truly just poured, you could tell he was pouring his real feelings into those kids that day and sharing very transparently his situation his life his everything and it, and it just caught me and I was like ooh. and so we, I don't even know like after what I think I said something to you about it <laughs> and that just started us on this journey of having this relationship where right. you know when you had your camp you were like yo come
1: <laughs> definitely
0: <laughs> help me out do some stuff so I appreciate the relationship that you and I have you know we don't talk a lot I, I know, you know, I got you and I, and you got me and I appreciate sure. that, Jordan. Um, So a little bit of information about Jordan. Um, I'm not going to read, I promise. I'm not going to read your uh, bio word for word, <laughs> but Jordan um, is, has changed careers. And I'm going to let you talk about that. So I'm not going to talk about that part. What I'm going to talk about is Jordan is a former NFL professional athlete and, and an Olympic qualifying hurdler. Um, he has ranked amongst the best all-around athletes in 2017 when he won conference championship in the Big 12 SEC in both the 60 and 110 meter hurdles. Okay, so we talk of just pure D athlete, okay? Um, played three seasons of football at a variety of positions at TCU, transferred to LSU to run track in 2015. He is the three-time Georgia State champion in hurdles and a bronze medalist in the Junior Olympic Games. He was drafted to the Broncos in 2017, and he spent a little time in Atlanta whoop, whoop, for the Falcons. Um, and so I love this, this quote that's here. It says, many are called, but if you are chosen, and so that is how you live your life, I think, if I'm correct. Um, And he's, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm trying not to talk about it so that you can talk about it. But uh, so I'm going to just be quiet and let you talk now. So share with the people, because anybody who knows Jared and I, they know that um, our thing is you're more than the sport, right? And I love that you just Well, we know the truth, but to people, it looks seamless (laughs) in that transition from athlete. Y'all heard all of the accolades and all of the ways that Jordan has been so clearly an athlete. So from going from that to what you currently do, it looks seamless to us. I'll say that, but I know that there's always a story behind that. So please tell us um since leaving the NFL and sports in general, what have you been up to?
1: Um, since leaving the NFL, I've actually still been training. Um I'm yes, actually
0: I see <laughs> uh, Yeah,
1: yeah I've still actually been training because I, I didn't know whether or not I wanted to um play again. Okay. But I didn't retire, I didn't do anything. Okay. Like, I, I literally I knew I wanted to play again. I just needed time, just away. It was a lot of mm-hmm. things that happened you know personally in my life that I needed to just take a step away and you know deal with myself from a mental health standpoint and for you. you know yeah.
0: I came from
1: I came from nothing you know they say a lot of football players and a lot of athletes they go broke after they play and I started to see a few habits from myself while I was playing that I really didn't like and you know I felt like I needed to step away real quick learn a little bit about life mm-hmm. and then step back into it and touch that type of money um again and I also wanted to show myself could I do it on my own and you know I showed myself that I'm a um I'm a, I'm a I'm a great entrepreneur I'm a great businessman a great CEO um so I had to show myself that outside of the game that I think many people don't I had to create an identity for myself outside of the game um, I don't ever have to even post a picture with a helmet on ever again and mm-hmm. people don't know exactly who I am so if mm-hmm. I put the helmet on it's just a plus um, now, you know, I love football to the core. Um, I've been playing football since I was in the third grade. Everybody in Atlanta know, has known me to be one of the best or one of the greatest football players to ever walk through Georgia mm-hmm. or, or, or in the country, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, and as far as from an athlete standpoint, I've been for the past decade one of the top athletes, bar none in every sport. Um, mm-hmm. So... Um, I think I needed to take a step away just mentally. Uh, Spiritually, I grew, um, you know, when I was playing, I had a a little fro, a shorter cut, and I grew my hair out. Now I got, you know, long locks. So it's like I went on just a different spiritual journey. And, you know, um, many people that know me are people that actually from Atlanta. They know that I've been doing music since I was honestly like 15. I've been in the studio, but it was always overshadowed by, me being an athlete, which was cool because at the time, you know, I'm like, what's going to get me to what I want to do in life the fastest? What's going to fulfill me the fastest? And, you know, music was cool at the time. I always loved it. I always sang, always did stuff like that. I was around the production of it. But I think like once I had that opportunity to step away from the game, started dropping music and really started getting a real buzz, like actually like real fans and people, began to love the music producers, like actual notable producers that that have reached out and people that I've been in the studio with, work with, and people that I have coming up to work with. It's like I created a whole another life for myself, like outside the game. And, you know, it's not just J-Mo the football player. it's King J-Mo when they see me or Jordan Moore, you know, when it comes to business, like, you know, so it's created so many multifaceted, like levels to myself. And yeah. I think I'm really the example to show people that, you know, you can do it off of your mind. You know, right now I'm I'm working on a multi-million billion dollar company probably in the next decade that's going to change the tech world forever. You know, me and my team is really big yeah. into that. So, I mean, I got my hands in a lot of different things. One thing, uh-huh. like, you know. I don't glorify money, but I like what the opportunities and the freedom that it allows and that it brings for me, the community, the people around me. Cause folks know when I got when I when I got it on me, when I got when I'm and I'm having my bag and everything going right, the so community gonna be lit, the yeah. camps gonna be lit, everything yeah. can be lit, you know. And I think this time I was able to go to another level, create a another avenue for myself that I, I know a lot of I see a lot of athletes struggle because there's a lot of talented athletes that can sing they can do music they can yes. go a lot of things you know yes. they can dress well they do art you know right. but the game keeps you in a box and I don't think the game just keeps you in the box I think mentally you are in a box and and you know that's all you've ever done is yep. become in the box yep. but once you and you understand your strengths outside of Absolutely. the box that you're given I think you really reach your full potential. And, you know, I, honestly, I think me coming back to the game, I'm going to be like, hands down, one of the best that they have ever seen play the game. And it might be only for a short time. Mm-hmm. You know, It might be like a uh, uh, Sean Taylor type situation where it's, for yeah. it's for time, you know, not definitely mm-hmm. like that, but just. The no, I
0: get what you, you say. I, know. Well, I mean, we know that ain't what we yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah,
1: just the, just the stint of time that, yeah. um, we know, I, I know it may not be forever, but I know right. the time that I am there, you know, I'm going to make an impact and I'm going to do exactly, you know, what needs to be done and, you know, move on with my life and then change it. But I I, I I, tell them what, I'll be around for the next 10 years with this music, next 20 years really with the music, because it's going to take so many different transitions from just the rap and the real R&B, then I'll go gospel, right. and then I'll go back to R&B. Like yeah. i just do... The whole now you
0: feel, right? Yeah, whatever
1: I feel. And I think that's yeah. what I'm showing people. Like you really have to do what you feel. You know, a lot of guys they go crazy. They stay on the field maybe a year too long and mentally mm-hmm. regain, regain from that. Cause that was the time that they needed to. Yeah. So you know, but they they signed the contract that hey, you need to be here, but mentally mm-hmm. they're not able to work on themselves. So, so I think it's fortunate for me, you know, I sacrificed the money um at the time for my health, but what it did, it built me up mentally. To create a billion-dollar company on my own, you know, mm-hmm. for the future for myself, and then I can go back and work for somebody else's company, and then ultimately I'm working for myself, and then I can actually have fun playing the I was game. Gonna say, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm having fun playing the game now. Like it's yeah. not a job to me anymore. For me, it's yeah. like I'm I, it, I'm gonna treat it serious, like a, like my nine, like not even like a nine to five. When you love something, it's totally different. It's my craft. Yeah. So it's gonna be just totally different. I think I'll be able to help a lot of people. Yeah. Um. I have a big event coming up in Georgia. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have it for the next few decades. It's going to be global. Mm -hmm. It's going to allow high school athletes to actually, the ones that are overlooked, to actually be looked at by colleges. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, eventually it's it's going to turn Georgia into that number one, number two spot in the country in the world that it's supposed to be from. Love it. Oh, yeah, the talent
0: is there for sure. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. It just needs to be cultivated and needs Mm -hmm. to be put into the right systems. And I think it's, once we get that flow in that stream, I think I found a problem in that because that was one of my problems. I had a lot of scholarships, but it was the marketing. You know, yeah. you, it's a lot of six, two, six, three, 200 pound guys walking around at these Georgia high schools. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but nobody's on about their grades. Nobody's on about that, or nobody's showing them right. that they got the opportunity to make it out. But, you know, I'm from the same streets they from, from the mm-hmm. east side, I went to Luther King High School. Spent a lot of time on the West side. So I get everything they're going through from the family standpoint to the no money to just everything. Because, you know, you're in a life where you got to glorify certain things that really don't matter.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and I think they glorify a lot of things with the social media that really don't matter. So I think I took a step away to really show them that, 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 that it's different. Life is different. You know, love it.
0: I love it. Yes. See what I said? See what I mean, y'all? Like he, he just answered all my questions. I don't even have to ask anymore because he just answered <laughs> them all. But I love it. I love the I love the vibe. I love the the mindset. Like, yeah, you get to go and do do it your way. Like it's not you. You know what I mean? Like and that empowering yourself and giving back your power you is what you did when you stepped away and you said, "I can do I could do something else." And now I can go back if I choose to, and and I'm empowered because. I'm not doing it out of out of this desperation or this need to feel something that yeah I All love right. it
1: because love money it. money can create the platform but in order to stay there it's the character and the substance Absolutely. you know anybody can get on that stage there's a lot of people that get on that stage but can you sustain it and can you stay there you know a lot of people got twenty million dollars in their bank account but they got twenty thousand dollars worth of knowledge in or yeah. $2,000 worth of character. So yeah. they're not able to flow frequently. So that 20 million is really all your work. You know, mm-hmm. I want a billion dollars worth of personality, a trillion dollars, an infinite amount of personality, that's an infinite perfect. amount of energy. And then the money, the money will follow. I don't, I never worry about money. I, what I worry about is the plan and the execution, because if I put the plan together and I execute, the money is the end process of everything. That's and right. that's how I felt with football. I felt like if, you know, cause I didn't, you know I grew up with both of my parents but I went through a stint where I didn't my parents were split you know my dad was in prison at a time mm-hmm. um you know my some of my brothers were in prison at a time and some, some were doing great things in life everything wasn't all bad amongst them but the family was split and mm-hmm. you know in a black community a lot of the families do split up yes it dilutes the strength that we all have and you know and that's why I try to do things like I do um, to intertwine everybody and teach people. You know, you don't got to charge people for everything. You don't have to do all of that because it's about the relationship. Because if you create a billion dollar relationship, you can create a billion dollars. People come up with a billion dollars before they create a relationship. It does not work like that because the ecosystem just doesn't flow. So, you know, that's Love my it. that's my perspective on it. You know, like that's just how I think. Now, that's why I think going back to the game, you know. I think a lot of guys, you know, and I, I'm that's something like that, and I'm talking to you, I think I need to implement too for a lot of guys, just a mental health barrier where they actually decompress and, and are able to, and you count know.
0: Count me in. Listen, I don't know what that looked like, but all you need to do is count me in because that's that's my passion in all of this, like literally. That's why when I, you know, I don't know if you know, but for a while I was um, working with uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, oh, their wow. behavioral health program. Because that's my passion. I want to see these these guys like yourself, like literally be whole and happy. Right. And it it takes more than just being on the field. Right. So count me in. I don't know, you know, you know, I'm I together. do for a living. I'm a co- I'm a, I'm a certified coach. It's what I do for a living. So let's let's we'll chat offline. Okay. But yes. So all right. So uh you all see what I'm talking about okay we are on to our who's really right for this week and no we are not talking about football so for the last four weeks we've been able to to do the predictions of the games even though Super Bowl hasn't happened who you got by the way again.
1: who you got
0: for the Super Bowl
1: that's hard man I've been thinking about that all week literally I mean I got LSU guys on both teams. Like, so, for me, like, I just – it's hard to pick. It's like two okay. kids that you know are good. It, it's hard for me to pick. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I want to go with the Bengals, So Okay. You know, I, I want to go with the Bengals, but I'll say this. <laughs> but you got to base it off your – court. both of them have good offensive lines and D-lines. I think it's going to come down to the quarterback. And I think – the confidence of Joe Burrow. That
0: dude he is cocky
1: to, right now. <laughs> it, 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 and I, it ain't even cocky. See, what, what people don't realize is this, like, it's a certain type of swag you got to have when you're at LSU. It's like a fraternity. And mm-hmm. if you don't get it. It's, I think it's just the, the, the spiritual energy down there, like the voodoo, just the everything. Like, when boys go down there,
0: mm-hmm. it's a
1: different. even, you know, you look at just look at their proteins. Look, look at look at All this when boys go down there, that LSU school, man, it's something different. Yeah. I'm in the water. I'm telling you, it's something yeah. in the water. I went there. I done went to a bunch of Something yeah. in the water. The competitive nature, the energy, and when you've already touched it, he's already touched the national championship in the last two years. Yes. That yes. feeling, that those yeah. endorphins, those chemicals that go off in your brain.
0: Yeah,
1: it's already still cooking in his brain. So at the end of the day. I'm going to go with Burrow. I think Burrow okay. is a champion. I think you can't bet against a champion. He's just a young champion. But once you're not a champion, they were born that way. Yeah. That's in his DNA. And I I think the other quarterback from, um, from Georgia.
0: Don't play. You know Matthew Stafford from Georgia. Don't do that.
1: Oh, so Stafford. Okay, Stafford is the other quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, don't play. <laughs> Staff, listen,
1: Matthew Stafford is good. Didn't Matthew Stafford have a championship in college too? Mm-mm. He did
0: just won their first championship in 40 years. Yeah,
1: okay. no. I was just asking, just so yeah,
0: no, they, didn't, they didn't win a national championship. No, they were is. very successful while he was there, but they did not win a national championship. while so he was
1: there. There. I don't discredit him at all, but once you, you can't bet against a winner, and if he's never won a college championship,
0: he hasn't.
1: I, mean, I, I can't bet on him winning a national championship. I, I mean, don't know. Hon- Honestly. You can't. Honestly, you can look up, but if yeah. you look at people's lineage, yeah, high school, college. Yeah. I mean, when something. you're not
0: used to losing. And that's what I see in Joe Burrow. He's yeah. not used to losing. Now, poor Matthew had to play at Detroit for 10 years, so <laughs> he's yeah. used to losing. He, he, but I think he's got yeah. a hunger because of that.
1: Yeah, but you got to look at it like this. Joe Burrow was in a system in college where he had Coach Ozeron. He had to deal with a couple of different systems. Yeah was thrown into he, he had he had great receivers you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. he, he didn't have just every single thing the teams were loaded but he didn't have everything no. it wasn't like the year 2012 when lsu or oh, yeah. 2011 when they had you know and they were yeah. really good you know i'm mm-hmm. not taking nothing away from them. the guys were really good but just the mentalities were a little bit different in, in that time mm-hmm. than they are mm-hmm. a little bit now but the talent is better
0: yeah no i agree well we are gonna see. I mean, I gotta go with my boy. he's okay. he a Georgia boy. I gotta go. I gotta go with Matthew in this yeah. situation. And Odell Beckham is there too.
1: Oh and, yeah. Oh see, so, now that's the thing. You can't bet against, you can't bet against Beckham. And then, but I say this, right? The Rams. Here's why I like the Rams. Right. Their defense. Von Miller, I play Donald, so. listen,
0: listen.
1: don't you? Donald, you that's can't, a, you can't bet again. I ain't worried about Aaron Donald. Like, he's fired. Like, okay. he's fired. Like, I ain't saying I ain't worried about I'm saying he's fired. But the one you got to worry about –
0: Vaughn Miller. Vaughn
1: Miller. Vaughn, he done had a cool season, but now he in his peak – like, this his peak game. Like, yeah. if you really study Vaughn Miller, you know he got a peak game. Yeah. He might start off cool at the beginning of the season, take a couple games off. But yeah. Like, that game 9, 10, 11, 12, yeah. 13. <laughs> that game 13 – you yeah. a whole different person out of Vaughn. and then now he, you know, he he's super healthy. You got Odell. Right. So I think mean, the thing you got to look at is you got a seasoned team versus a young team that's used to winning. You know, so I think I think we're gonna see a lot of like exciting stuff, and then, then everybody yes. fast. It's a fast. fast yes,
0: game. I'm excited. No, it's gonna be a great game. I'm excited to see somebody other than Tom Brady play, and I'm, ex- you know what I mean? Like this is a good mashup of.
1: It's who's who going to be able to get out of that pocket because you're going to have to move in this pocket this game.
0: Well, who that's gonna... Joe Burrow then because Matthew Stafford, that ain't his game.
1: And has got that
0: arm, though, but that ain't his game.
1: So, the Bengals got a good defense,
0: too. Yeah, they good. I agree. It's going to be a game. Well, we're not even going to worry about what the other who's really right was. We just had a whole who's really right just then. So okay. you got the Bengals. I do. And, and I'm going to stick with the Rams. Because it's yeah, my pick last my
1: my heart is hurting saying the Bengals, but I'm, I just that little burrow, man. Yes. Look, that boy walked out with an icy chain. I look, listen,
0: that's look, what I, look I said last like, week, Jordan. I said that swag is something you just you can't buy. White
1: like, boy, when a white, swag. when a white boy, or a white man pop out with that.
0: Yes, that's what and I And they said. know,
1: white well know I love them, but when they yeah. pop out with that, listen. Yeah. And it's then so Halloween is different, man. It's so look,
0: different. It is. is. I'm not, like, I agree. Different.
1: That boy, like Tom, man, listen, that boy like Tom Brady mixed with Elvis. <laughs> the boy swaggy. I ain't gonna even he's look
0: swaggy. I, I'm with you. I, I put no the money same on you. Thing. you can't
1: bet against the sauce. The sauce I, is with, great. the
0: sauce, Yeah, I agree. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna be mad with whomever wins the game. But I just got to go with my boy. But yes, I agree. The same thing. I've been rocking the whole time with the Bengals up till now, just because. Well, until they played the Chiefs. But mm-hmm. I've been rocking with them because the dude is—he
1: listen. In L.A. And I'm gonna cut you off. But if L.A. play Kansas City, they would lose.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't disagree.
1: If LA played Kansas on uh, the elite Kansas City versus LA, LA will lose. Yeah, they don't have enough pieces on defense to do nothing. We don't. All, all what's going what's going really break the game open is Jamar Chase going to get off. He going to get what he get. Right. He going to do what he do because he a champ. Yep. But they going they going to run a cover two on him. They are going to have a safety up yep. high. They going have they going to have Jalen Ramsey playing hard inside. So yeah. he going to make him go over the top.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now he gonna become a second read. Now what? Who they gonna have to go to? Little T Higgins.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he has been doing his thing. He nice, but yeah. he's really gonna have to step up. But I tell you what, you better be ready, ready for that Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. That's
0: who I said. Now that's that. Joe
1: Mixon is a championship. My, yeah. is a Joe mm-hmm. Mixon is a championship running back. He yeah. big. He a big dude. I trained with Joe before. Joe's a big guy. He he. he he's, Deceptive because he's such a cool person yeah. but yeah. he's a dog like he's a yeah. real dog now and yeah. you hit him you gotta hit him Um, only person that I think that he gonna have to get through is if he can if him and Eric Weddle if he can wear Eric Weddle down mm-hmm. real early mm. and okay. get him tucked in real early yeah, and make, yeah. make him play in space mm-hmm. it's gonna get real ugly out there now
0: I'm looking forward to it. Well, y'all heard it right here. This this wasn't our who's really right, by the way, but I just asked. So we just going to keep this little thing going, this theme we had going for the uh, last few weeks. And so y'all heard it. So if you agree with Jordan, they are going to, uh, the Bengals will win. And if you agree with me, the Rams will win. So y'all let us know who's really right. So now we're on to our real good topics. And this first one is kind of messy. Um feeling some kind of way that it's boiled down to two Black men having this fight uh, over this. But basically, um, Tiki Barber and Stephen A. Smith have been kind of going back and forth uh, about uh, Brian Flores's allegations of racism and hiring practices, uh, specifically um, for the New York Giants, because obviously anybody who knows knows that Tiki Barber is a New York Giant legend. And um, he has, so Stephen A. Smith has some very harsh words originally, which is not surprising, that's just who he is, um, about the organization and saying how they they can't, they, they shouldn't be feeling like what Brian Flores says isn't true because they are the only team that's never had an a African-American coach. And so Tiki comes back, says... I play for this team. I know these people. They are not racist. You need to stop. Stephen A comes back and pretty much it the way that it's been spun was it was made to sound like a threat. Like he was like, don't make me tell your business, basically. <laughs> um, and that he does know people in the organization and all this. And the, thing, the last thing was, Tiki was like, we two Black men in America, you shouldn't be threatening me. So it's just, tar- it's gone totally away from what it was supposed to be about. And I just feel some kind of way about two Black men uh, going at it about racism. Like, it just seems real strange to me. So what do you think?
1: I think um, the the evil plan that was created is being executed. Mm -hmm. And I think the puppets are playing their roles. Mm -hmm. Um, They can take it however they want to take it, but talking ain't gonna do nothing about it. when you actually make a call, take action, Um, Tiki, they haven't hired you in an executive position.
0: They just hired a black man as an assistant.
1: Jim, I think? I yeah, can't no, remember no, what no, it is. And Tiki wants to, but when you play that long, I expect a position. If I go out there and I play that long. For one I, team. I, I expect yeah, for you to put me, not in the outhouse, but put me in the big house. Put mm. me in the big house. Mm. Dress me up nice. Mm-hmm. Let me sit at the table and eat with y'all. Mm-hmm. Start. Mm-hmm. I'm out here
0: defending is. y'all like y'all got me at the big table and I don't understand
1: if, that. If I, if I do that work in that field, <laughs> go ahead and let me stay on up in that house now. <laughs> However they want to call it, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It is what it is. It's, that's no, what it, it is. is. Absolutely. I, I, I don't mind it because yeah. we all are paid slaves in some way to something. Absolutely. do you want to say it or not you could be a slave to a nine five you could be a slave to football you can be a slave to anything yes it's, you actually take your power back and you get something out of slaving because you got a slave for something whether you want to co- consider it racist or not you know owners of the team slave every day to make sure that the organization is correct they slave to mm-hmm. you know you need to do some some of the stuff's handed down you know everybody mm-hmm. slave in some way they just after you get that price and you get paid out, just make sure that the equity that you have put into it from your body, you actually have a little bit outside of the game, and you have mm-hmm. some insurance that, hey, this is mutual. It's not just like, don't give me ten million dollars. Give me ten million. Give me ten million in equity or ten million stock. Give me some shareholders. What? <laughs> See, they ain't got game like I got game with it. Yeah. You know, I you know, I think you know that may be a thing, but I don't really speak too too much on a lot of the things that I'm knowledgeable about. I just really go about my day and I let them perceive me how they want to perceive me but mm-hmm. I'm genius with this and I think a lot of those guys are not geniuses because yeah. in their own right you know um, and there are a lot of geniuses in the league now. There they're are
0: people, yes but they won't
1: ever be able to be seen because it's overshadowed by the extra stuff you know I know a lot of white people they're good people you know they probably said they know a lot of black people they're good people they're my friends Absolutely. at the end of the day we know that there is a system that is in place for hmm. us as Black people not to prevail. It was written. It's three-fifths of a man. If you read all your Constitution, it wasn't meant for us to be where we needed to be. But now that the laws have changed, you know you have to take those confines off your mind. Hey,
0: that's it. It's both about of them, up here.
1: Absolutely. Both, both of them are wrong.
0: Absolutely.
1: Stephen, Stephen A. is highly wrong because first off, Stephen A. doesn't uphold his end of the bargain as a black man in a successful position. Because when you speak on us as black men, you need to speak a little bit higher. He's been corrected in a lot of instances and he's correcting himself. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no problem with Stephen A. I just, you know, I'm going to be the one that's going to keep it real with you. Yeah. Stephen, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I'm keeping it real, you know? Sure. You know, and a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. Tiki, you know, he shouldn't feel some type of way, you know, because at the end of the day, you walked away with nothing but money. I don't know what it is behind closed doors, but we don't see you on a vlog with them talking about you being in a, uh, not even in a tech space in the in the, in the company or marketing space or something. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. give you a commercial, they give you your money and they tell you to roll on. Mm-hmm. But that's because you're not exercising your power, your leverage. There's no way I'm getting out there running out there for you. Like that. I'm a CEO, I'm a businessman myself. I have aspirations myself. I think a lot of people lose the aspiration for themselves and they lose themselves in it, which you can because you devoting this to every day. You know, you got somebody over your head looking at you every day like, oh, he master he ain't doing the right thing now. You might need to oh, go, <laughs> go ahead and get him about of here now. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean it, it
0: is what it is. I've yeah. had this conversation yeah. multiple times that we live that the the in a, the professional sport is microcosm of the world basically. And we just,
1: all it, is. it yeah. is.
0: It's just a microcosm of the world. And we just yeah. need to be aware that that's this is what's and really know,
1: happening. You know, it, it's not about white or black. That's just, no. the, like, that's just the scapegoat. To that's it. You. That's First of all,
0: scapegoat. racism is a made up construct. So let's start there. Yeah.
1: That's just, it's everything's made up. Everything's an illusion. And I think it, they are both caught up in the illusion instead of what the real problem or the real issue is. They're causing the losing and they're not attacking the issue. The issue right. is Brian Flores, your brother, your black brother that has some of the same lineage and the same roots as you in some way is in dire need to feed his family. And instead you all allow them to create this egotistical argument of <laughs> the balls are bigger instead of how about we put all our balls in one in basket, same
0: pot. That's right?
1: Come on, let's put it in one. You know, no homo. But let's, no, put, I it you yeah. know let's put it all in one basket and let's create something—a big basket. Yeah. You know, what I'm, and let's create our own situation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think a lot of them get so divided about. You know, this is mine. This is my one. Y'all don't own anything. You don't, you don't own, own anything. I don't yeah. own Stephen. You don't own ESPN Network. Oh. If you got equity in it, please show me. you don't own no parts of the new york giants so you're defending somebody that is not defending you so at the end of the day none of that matters what you need to be talking about is how do we create our own league
0: Mm -hmm. how do we
1: do our own thing Mm -hmm. i mean they create their own league all the
0: time Mm. well they have they it's it's created for them they don't have to do
1: Not not necessarily. They literally come up with side leagues all the time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, we got the
1: USFL coming back. USFL coming back. All they they make leagues that are lucrative all of the time that create Mm -hmm. opportunity and pipelines for the NFL. But instead, you know, we get our money, and us as black men, we we get our money. We don't call the people that used to rock with us no more. Yes, you have to elevate, but it's like and it's barriers and boundaries. You know, but we have to learn how to change. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stay the same. We're going to change. You got to learn how to Absolutely.
0: change. Absolutely. Taught us how to change.
1: And it's not changing. We have to learn how to evolve. And then the ones with you, Bro. you know, they don't want to evolve. You need to create a sphere around yourself, a sphere of protection, so that they're able to evolve mm. come into the rim with you. That's it. You gotta, I don't fool with y'all because at the end of the day, like my coach always said, and that's why Atlanta loves me so much because I had a coach that told me when I was 17, he was like, now when you go, you're going to be big now, but don't forget about the people that didn't forget about you because you never know when you got to go back to the hood. When I got cut, I had to go come, I had to come back. I had all that money and I know no house that I bought. I had an apartment, but that was in the where I was living at playing it, but for myself, and I know a lot of football players went through this. You looking around like, dang, like I got this money, but I don't have no life, no nothing really. Nothing, nothing. I just got money. I ain't got no extra, I ain't got no credit, I ain't got no right. I ain't got nothing about none of that. Right. Loans, none of that. And once I really finally understood and realized that, I was like, okay, that's the difference. And mm-hmm. I think that's what they're they're hiding from the mm-hmm. people. They're hiding the information, they're hiding the sauce that were actually create the longevity. Instead, they put them boys up there and mm-hmm. they let them argue and i don't mean to de- degrade them and call them boys but when you stoop down to that level and you're a king and you allow anger to show out of you that means you haven't yeah. matured, you haven't matured in a certain space in your emotional
0: mind. maturity is a, yes and the an yes. emotional intelligence level that has not been reached yeah so,
1: yeah and that is the nature of a child mm-hmm. and the it says when you when i when i became a man i put away childish things so That's right. allow another man to invoke That piece in you that means you haven't fully developed and grown as a man.
0: Amen. We gonna leave that right there. Yeah. Damn. Drop the mic. All right. So, kind of on the same vein, NFL owners been under a lot of scrutiny lately because Brian Flores's suit has kind of opened eyes. I don't know who didn't know this already. We had the Rooney Rule that doesn't work, and you know, there's there was one as of Now there's two, two, two black coaches in the whole league right now, right? And out of 32 teams, because we'll talk about the other one in a minute. Um, But there's also been allegations of sexual misconduct, and I just, hmm.
1: Amongst players and coaches.
0: uh, Amongst owners. You know, Dan Snyder is Dan Snyder is under investigation right now
1: for touching one of the players.
0: Touching one of his uh, staff a female staff
1: member. Oh yeah, I can definitely see. I mean, you gotta look at it. I never really understood how a woman could really be comfortable in that setting just because as a man, and I'm not saying she shouldn't be comfortable because like, you know, I know the, the feminist and I'm a feminist myself in some ways. Like, I know they're gonna be like, uh, well, why can't women go somewhere And no, don't know. well, look, you gotta look at the laws of nature. If it's 20 men and you got two fine women, you understand, it's nothing but a testosterone-filled environment. There's no way, me, I'm going to allow my daughter to go around that because it's certain energy that you're kind of like, I wouldn't say inviting, but you got to look at it like this. Like, these men work out all day, every day. Mm -hmm. It's like jail, for real, for real. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like a security... Mm -hmm. It's
0: institutionalized, yes.
1: It's like a woman security guard walking in the jail. You know, somebody gonna be thrown off in there. Probably mm-hmm. gotta play with yourself when she walk, whatever, you know. Yeah. What I'm but now you're in a professional setting, it's still a jail mentality. They gotta look at it. See, they don't wanna break it down. The school, playground, the airport. The jail and the football field all look identical in in geographic structure. Military,
0: don't leave the military
1: out. And the military. All of them have a tower, they have a field, they have fences around it. There's an animalistic tendency that's created. That has to be created to play the game of football. Mm -hmm. So if you are in the lion's den with those people, with those men, you know, as the owner, you need precautions in place that actually protect these women. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot of things in place because you know, as an owner, you're not really thinking about it. you like, let me get these boys on this field. Let me help them play. Let me do that. So I think that's the difference in organizations. like, you know, if your organization is established, then you have a safe haven for the women because you need women in business. First and foremost, you need women, you know, and you need- Yeah, everybody. you do. <laughs> you need you need women in business, yeah. you know, and you need diversity. You, you, you need gay men. You need gay women. You need everybody in business yeah. for the most part because too many- too many alpha men in one room is going to breed egotistical, like, to- 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 toxicity. Toxicity,
0: yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: toxicity. And, and 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 that's true. Like, I nobody want to keep it real. That's why I don't really talk to a lot of people who have a lot of, because they don't want to hear the real, you know, and I don't mind saying the wrong thing, like, you know, because look. Well, I'll I'm, just
0: say this, Jordan, about the women in the room, because I feel like as a man, you still have to have self-control. Definitely. So
1: and that's what I'm saying. You have... Two
0: women and 10 men, y'all, all 10 of y'all need to have self-control enough to respect her. If she didn't, if she didn't invite you to touch her, then you should not touch her. Period. It's wrong. I don't care. It ain't no way around that. I don't care about your testosterone. I got estrogen, but I'm not up in here being all, you know, I could say the word, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So I need and you to be professional agree. like I am. Yeah, so that's, I, I definitely
1: yeah. agree with that. So, I mean, like, yeah. You Know and I think that's like the thin line just in business, period, because it goes on in the corporate world, everything. Oh, know?
0: yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Absolutely,
1: when they get money, it brings power, and power sometimes is not a lot of brain to work in a, yeah. a place of respect. You yeah. know, a lot of them feel like they get the money and it's disrespectful. So,
0: oh, no, you don't know, know it it goes
1: on, yeah, I know it goes on yeah. just in a, in a yeah,
0: no. So, but he's he's accused of, 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 um inappropriate touching and trying to coerce her into like his car even after an event Yeah, so that's, um that's
1: it's disgusting it's disgusting but
0: i want to know what do you think of, should there be some accountability for these owners i feel like there's not enough accountability for all
1: way i think they need way more accountability i think every year you know there should be some type of quota system that they need to meet some type of personality system see they sit and they're able to hide because they don't have to communicate when you get that much money you don't have to communicate with normal people you don't want to Mm -hmm. you know you that's why you delegate and you hire staff Mm -hmm. but what i think is that the more diversity the we must you know in this virtual world the owners got to come out they got to speak they gotta they don't have to but i think it'll be Cause like honestly, like you don't get to meet the owners on the team until you become the guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just being real, and you don't get yeah. to meet until you become the guy, like or or you're around the guy. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. ride with the guy and accidentally, oh hey, it's
0: <laughs> you ride with me. You know, me. What I mean? you know
1: yeah. that's the only way. But I think.
0: Yeah. No, they need accountability. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm with it. Like they need yeah. accountability, and there needs to be some some system in place that if you're not you're not handling your business or not holding up your end of the bargain whatever that looks like Then there should be a system in place to where you can be replaced they you are. need to be removed the way the NBA removed um, oh boy from the war Like they need something in place because you don't get to just continue to, to act a fool and do things that are un, unconscionable and, and, and unethical and get away with it just because you happen to have a lot of money and own this team
1: I think, I think we need to protect women at all costs. Women are actually advancing at such a high rate right now in the world from an entrepreneurial standpoint, from a business standpoint. And I think they need to be protected. You know, I even see it in the music room. Um, you know, I, I don't really invite a lot of women to the studio, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. But if I do, I make sure, hey, they're fine. You know, everything's cool. Like, let all the guys know. Like, look, this ain't that type of party. Exactly. Just because, and I think more men have to speak up and set the tone. You know what I mean? Because women can't always just speak up for themselves. Like, they can, but it's like, it's your natural, innate mandate as a man to protect. That's why God puts you on this earth. And I think a lot of men, they want to be protected because they were raised by their mom and they were Mm -hmm. taught. Mm -hmm. you know i'll protect you but Mm -hmm. i was taught you must protect Mm -hmm. at all costs Mm -hmm. you know i think that's just a narrative that hasn't been reiterated enough that men are protectors. you know it's all about this me 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 flashy stuff when you got to protect the women so i think women need to be protected at all costs because if you do have women in business honestly the business will go a lot smoother guys don't want to come to work they're going to want to look at her she's fine it just it, it, I don't care if they married or whatnot, it just feels good It smells good to have a good looking woman walking through with the perfume on and it's good for business. But I think what's bad for business is if you bring the wrong people around that have those ill intentions for people. I think they need more background checks. You know, a lot of these folks, a lot of these folks have undercover pedophile stuff going on in a rap sheet that had been erased. Absolutely. Because they got the money to erase. Mm-hmm. So I think we really do a, a, a deeper look into who people really are character-wise, then we'll see. But you know, that's that's a different level. Yo, you
0: no, know, that uh, pedophile thing is totally different, but it's still wrong either way. But I just want, I feel like they need to the owners need to be held more accountable. So I'm for sure on that, on that page. For sure. All right. Next story. Kyler Murray changed up all his social media took anything that had to do with Arizona Cardinals off. He only has pictures of him in his Oklahoma uniform or some, I think he had some, some, I can't remember the other thing that he had, but it wasn't Arizona. So is this a tactic to try to get more money or do you feel like he's like, no, I'm ready to go?
1: I think um, he's been there long enough, Um, you know, I think the system that he came from is a little bit different from what Vance runs. Yeah. So Joseph being the coach. I've mm-hmm. Vance. And they got uh they got Keenum up Ke over there, don't they?
0: I don't know, do they?
1: Oh, who is it? Who is the
0: uh offensive coordinator? Yeah. I can't remember right now.
1: Forgot his name, but yeah, he's he's nice too. I just think people out for mm-hmm. I like, I think what they're doing, he probably seeing, or his agent might be telling him that he got somebody coming in the draft, that they're not respecting the quality of money that he wants because you know he's a different orthodox quarterback. Yeah, but he's not, definitely an
0: Unorthodox, yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> not a typical size quarterback, so no, he's not. I think what's hitting him right now is like, he's damn good. Now, don't get me wrong, he's good. Yeah. You know, but I think now they're looking for somebody to be great because they know the longevity. Yeah. You no. Know, if you're a shorter quarterback, these cats getting bigger and bigger. You got you're gonna eventually start to see, because I'm a tall linebacker, I'm six three as a linebacker, right? Yeah.
0: You're
1: gonna to start to see six, seven, six, six linebackers like yeah. in the next, probably in the next like 10 years, you're gonna to start to see six, four, six, five, six, six being the average of a mm-hmm. real linebacker. So they're looking at if I invest this money in him, will it be able to make me the return that absolutely. Need? And, you know, you might have been good in college, but you got to – it has to be championship-type vibes if I'm paying you any type of money on this level. I don't care if you're Colin Murray. I don't care if you're Odell Beckham. You got to look at it from a business standpoint. Are you right. producing? You know? Right. And then you got to ask yourself as a player, am I in the right system that's going right.
0: to – Right. That's it.
1: – the way that I want to. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's two sides to it. I see both sides to it you know, and they know I've been true to it and I've been solid in this and they want so certain things I can say that yeah. I don't care who you are in the league. You're not going to check me on because mm-hmm. I understand what mm-hmm. you're going through, you know? So yeah. I think it's a money thing. I don't think it's, okay. I, think, I think it's a tactic to where he just, you know, letting it be known like, hey, you know, I'm open, I'm a free agent. Yeah. What she do when she break up with him? She going to take all the pictures down. I'm single now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now. I'm working yeah. on I heard a rumor that Gronk is trying to get him to Tampa Bay.
1: So. I think that'll actually be good. Collin's actually really, he's exciting, man. He's exciting. He's exciting. Oh, um, I love the
0: little, I mean, I keep calling him that. He's not, he's little, but he's not little. But, you know.
1: He's little. He's not your temper. He's little. He, he's, yeah. a smaller, he's a smaller man. Yes. He's probably the heard that his whole life, but the boy is just, he's one of the Texas greats, you know.
0: Yeah. No, I, I love him. He's very talented. Got a chip on his shoulder. I love his his quiet confidence. And so, um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. It's Mike Evans, not Gronk. Mike Evans is trying to get him to uh, Tampa Bay. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, you know, I'm in that area. So, I'm like, I'll be watching see what happens so now we're on to my favorite part of the show which is the real roll call where we are just going to give our quick opinions i promised jerry he had to get on me about it because we were talking too long one time so um we will give our quick opinions about these topics all right so the first one is lovey smith has been hired as the head coach of the houston texas is this a good move for him or not for him for him uh, i think it's a great move i
1: think the houston culture They need that. They had O'Brien for a while. I know a lot of guys that knew O'Brien and um, they they said what they said. It wasn't like the the greatest, you Mm -hmm. know, it's almost the worst, but uh, you know, uh, I don't know the guy, so I can't speak on him. but you know, I think this is a win for Brian Flores' fight, everybody. I mean, because it's allowing for things, you know, somebody has to stand on the chopping block somebody else to win it's just when he stands on the chopping block now you other brothers that actually get on based off of his sacrifice now y'all need to put him in position so that he can win again and it shouldn't matter about none of that and that's how you begin to create community i think that's how you begin to help each other out
0: okay so i think I have a problem with the the Texans organization as a whole just in the way that they've handled a few things, the Deshaun Watson situation and just some other things. So, but I love Lovey Smith. I feel like he is going to bring order to that team, like that which they need in that organization. He will bring order. So, I'm rooting for him. Not sure if it's a good move for him, but I'm rooting for him. I will say that definitely. Uh, Tom Brady he announced his retirement. And then I think it was three or four days later, he comes back and said, well, I might come back. Is he retired for real?
1: One thing about him, he gonna take his trips on the off season. <laughs> and then he gonna get away from football for a month or two. He's still gonna train, do his body maintenance and he gonna wake up in May. And he gonna be like, hmm, do I wanna play again? gonna make them pay him 40 million for one more season to come back and he gonna end it
0: okay so you think he'll come back yeah I don't think he's I don't think it's over yet. I think he got the I don't, I
1: don't First feel, I feel it's over energy I don't,
0: no I don't feel it. like it's over I think he was just kind of in a in a mode I'm just tired right now this was a lot this season was a lot of drama it was a lot of, it was just a lot so I feel like he was just in a mode and and almost emotionally in a in a space to like i don't want to do this anymore but i feel like the itch is still there he had numbers that either matched or topped his best seasons Ever. this past year at his he had the
1: age in his life he had the really literally the best season of his life besides yeah. a championship statistically Brady exactly. had the best season of his life so what exactly. is that thing? You still got way more in the
0: tank. He still got it in him. Like, so I don't think it's over either.
1: He's not taking as many hits either. Yeah.
0: No, I don't think it's over. All right. This story kind of, I don't even know. So Alvin Gamara apparently was allegedly involved in an incident, an assault and battery incident in Las Vegas where the Pro Bowl took place. And the Las Vegas Police Department reached out to the NFL security and said that they wanted to speak with him uh, about the allegation, which they have video, apparently video proof of that he was involved in. And I just don't know why, I wanna know what you think. Should he have been able to play in the game? Did he play? Yeah.
1: See, I don't know the logistics on what happened. Did you see the video?
0: I have not seen the video, but they said there is video proof that he was a part of this altercation. So a, that's why they wanted to talk to him. Hmm?
1: It was with a woman.
0: I don't know if it I don't think it was a female. I think it was. A, I think it was like some brawl kind of thing.
1: I think you let them have it. I think you know players get antagonized all the time, and that's what they don't tell people about. You might catch somebody that's drunk or yeah. something like that. They come and try to catch you by yourself or mm-hmm. you know they tell you you ain't this or you ain't that and then you gotta yeah. you know defend yourself if it comes right. to if it comes to a woman, you know I tell anybody, you know, just walk away. We don't know the situation. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's no reason to hit a woman ever in any ever. Place. Right.
0: <laughs> but right.
1: I know a lot of times men are provoked and everybody has their breaking limit.
0: point. Yeah.
1: Everybody mm-hmm. has their limits. Um, so I think with that, I think that's unacceptable. I think any fight, any brawl is unacceptable, but he from Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> you move wrong, you're gonna get it. We ain't even talking. I show you 70 million dollars in the bank account by show you him from zone six. Right. <laughs> that's just the mentality of somebody that's from Georgia, that's from Atlanta. I think, you know, me knowing him for him to even get to that point, somebody had to provoke him because he's not that personality. Mm-hmm.
0: Doesn't so, seem like it to me either. I was
1: like, not hey, at yeah. all. When I say, when I literally can tell you, literally whoever said that he was on domestic violence or if he did that, if they did bring that side character, I've never really seen a guy drink. Never really seen him really do nothing. Like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? To, to everybody do what they do behind closed doors, but man, you feel me? Dude, such a good dude that I wouldn't even...
0: Yeah, it was shocking to see. I was like, what, Alvin Kamar? Like, wait, what?
1: Man, but... You a target, you a target. Anybody else, anybody else? they would have been like, oh, the situation's cool. It was mm-hmm. just a little altercation. Somebody were with him, they blown it up. Okay.
0: Well, they yeah. said that the person's, I guess jaw was broken in the altercation. Because they they use the technical term whatever, but yeah, his jaw was broken and and so um, I guess it was a little more you know, I mean you, you come at a football player I don't know what you expect to happen, but either way I don't we don't know the story so I don't know how this all went down, but I just was curious as to you know what you thought about should he have been allowed to play after you knew beforehand that this was this had happened.
1: Does it make money? Right.
0: I know I know that's the bottom line. I know. I know that's I what
1: mean, it is. I'm just thinking from an organization standpoint, not even from a money-hungry standpoint. It's just like you have a premier running back that's come, and you could potentially, if he doesn't play, you're hurting the jersey sales of the organization of New Orleans. It's just he's going to make more money stepping on that field in that jersey. For well, it was a yeah, he's gonna yeah. make money for himself and the organization and the business deals. He has millions of dollars riding on him just playing right. one game from people around him. So they would all literally put the money together to tell them if it were, they really had the footage and they wanted to release it, they would have already released it. There's been a cease and desist letter that's been sent. Mm-hmm. Ain't no money. Y'all, they ain't got enough. Whoever it is, is crying wolf, I ain't got enough money to even fight it on that you know he's one of the biggest organizations in the world so at the end of the day like if it's true i hate it for the situation but you know let the the man play until we figure out what's going on we'll figure it out after the season
0: right well it's over now so yeah Yeah. all right so now we're on to our we either do our mental health moment or our onto the real spotlight and this week is kind of a blend so i'm excited about that because so somebody, so I'm, I'm a Falcons fan, have been my whole life, didn't have a choice. My daddy made sure of that. Um, and um, so this person was one of the people that was the bane of my existence as a youngster because he was a beast on the field. <laughs> Stephen, Steve Smith of the Panthers, former, uh, again, an anomaly because smaller guy, but a beast as a wide receiver, just a beast. Um, He has recently teamed up with Mecklenburg County, which is in Charlotte, which is where he played, um, to open what I think is really cool, a behavioral health urgent care center. Um, We see urgent care all over the place pop up. You see all these clinics and urgent care uh, centers popping up um, to take care of our physical bodies, but we don't see People taking the time that they need to for their mental that, that way. And so I think this is a brilliant, brilliant move, brilliant idea. I hope it, I hope it catches like wildfire. And, and we'll see this across the country as well. Um, that we'll see this kind of uh situation put in place. I love it. I think, I think it's awesome. What do you think?
1: I think that's great. First off, that's probably one of the most, that's probably the One of the smartest financial moves I've ever seen from a football player. (laughs) Um, Hands down. I mean, I don't expect nothing less from Steve. He seems like a highly intelligent brother. Um, um, He seems like he's dealt with his own mental health issues um, in his own way. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a win in both ways for him. And it's a win for a lot of other athletes. Um, Just people, period. Like
0: this is available to anybody.
1: Man,
0: he about to win big
1: with this.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited. So I um kudos to you, Steve Smith. Like um this this is a brilliant move. I pray that this goes very well and that we see this really. Like pick up and pop off all across the country because I feel like it's necessary. People are in, and we're we see it every day. You see video of people just snapping, going off, acting crazy because we're in such a stressful time with everything that's going on. People are just at their wits end, and so I feel like having this. And then the the push that we've seen, I love this from um, athletes on uh, about mental health, and so just the push to 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 take care of your mind. The same way you take care of your body is huge and so i'm excited that we get to you know see what this does so kudos to steve smith all right our feel good final thought this week so i'll tell you the criteria for our feel good final thought is either it gives you it makes you smile or eyeball sweat as we call it <laughs> it's so it's one of the two so you're either going to smile or cry basically and um so this week it's it, it it emotionally touched me when I saw this story. Um, Eagle safety Anthony Harris takes, he took an 11 year old girl uh, named Audrey to her father-daughter dance because her dad passed away unexpectedly last year. And her, um, her mom reached out to him on social media and just asking, you know, will you, what, you know, just to, I guess she wasn't even expecting him to like come And take her to the uh, event she just was letting him know this was her story Mm -hmm. and um so he ended up reaching back out to mom and he said yes not only am I going to uh come and take her but I'm going to pay for her hair shoes makeup all of that and so she got all dolled up and he escorted her and there's video of it and it just it really was touching it was a beautiful story so I just I love it what you think
1: I liked it I like that a lot. I think um, it's just a great move. I think when you're in a position like that to impact people's lives and change it, I think you you should definitely take those opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Uh, it's the platform. It's a blessing to have that platform. And so I just thought it was beautiful that he he was like, no, it wasn't in any thought in my head. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm taking it. Let's go. Right. So I love that. Love that. All right. So our final thing is our showpiece. Um, so this is kind of, you know, we started this when we were in quarantine and everybody's locked down, trying to help people find things to keep them engaged and, and, and you know, whatever. And so um, we do a pick. You can, it can be anything show, movie, uh, podcast, document, whatever, because Jared's the documentary man. So um, I, uh, I just watched the uh, new series on Amazon Prime called Jack Reacher, and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I like action. So it was pretty good.
1: Oh, oh, so um, well so what you got? I've been watching power. Everything 50 Cent putting out is just <laughs> I need to tell 50, 50, I need to be in one of those, man. I want to act soon, sooner than later. But okay. No, everything he puts out is, is it goes to go. But I'm I'm okay. into power. I'm into a lot of those, a um, lot of those shows that he has out right now.
0: Cause this, isn't it a spinoff?
1: Man, he got like four different ones. Okay. Nights. Yeah, 50 nights.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, and I have never watched Power. I'm embarrassed to say, but I have never watched it. <laughs> I'm going to do better, Jordan. I'm sorry. I'm going to do better. You
1: ain't better. Better. addicted now. You ain't going to even come out the house. No oh,
0: my goodness. Okay, well, I'm going to leave that. I'll leave that it's alone for you. right now. <laughs>
1: Listen, you never seen it. you going
0: to. No, never.
1: Ben's watched for four weeks straight. Oh. I mean, leave the house.
0: Oh yeah, Instacart and DoorDash and everything, huh? Definitely. I love
1: it. It's
0: going to be fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Well, I just thank you so much, sir, for joining me today. Um, you all see why I was excited. Jordan has a. Uh, uh, I love that he's so, he's so focused and so clear about who he is and what he is and where he is. And it's just, it comes through and I love it. Um, but if you all want to reach out to us, you are welcome to do so. Our email is field the number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Twitter is feel the number two, the real P1. Our IG is at feel the number two, the real podcast facebook and youtube what's behind me feel to the real podcast that's us right there feel to the real podcast that's what it looks like and uh so go to our youtube page subscribe like share and we'd love to hear from you all if you want to be on the show if you've got an opinion share it with us we appreciate you for continuing to rock with us Uh, this is the end of episode 148 and we will see you again next week Now put the cameras on me, 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 put the cameras on me